When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, we've got another update on the fallout of the activist on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are holding down the fort, hanging out with you for the afternoon this Friday. Pew, pew, pew. Pew. Okay. So Holly. Yes. Colleen. We've been talking about this show, the activist to bring everybody up to speed. This was going to be an activism themed uh, competition show that was to air on CBS. Yeah. It was ill-advised. We can say that, right? To say the least. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, uh, went over like a Led Zeppelin when it was announced on social media Or as I like to week. say, like a fart in church. That's right. Um, it, it was not well received for numerous reasons, all of which, uh, if I'm being honest, and I, I believe you feel the same way, somebody in the process of greenlighting this should have seen coming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't need to be, you don't need a crystal ball to see that stuff. It it was, it was pretty obvious. As we say, it's, it's so, so obvious. obvious. Well, yesterday we talked, no, two days ago, two days ago, we talked about Julianne Huff's response to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she crafted a tweetstagram where she told everybody she was deeply listening to the criticism about the activists. Mm, so the activists. much yeah. listening. Just Deeply listening. She reflected back what she was hearing. uh, And then she provided us with an excuse as to why she had said yes in the first place. Then yesterday, we got the news that the activist was deeply listening. And so all of the footage that they had shot for this, uh, and really, truly, mostly had in the can for this activism-themed competition show. Oh, by the way. I did forget to say this. The reason why Julianne Huff was involved in the conversation at all is because she was one of the judges of the activist alongside Priyanka Chopra and Usher. So Julianne Huff went first. She was like, I'm deeply listening. This is what I've heard. Blah, blah, blah. Then we hear the activist is like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. We really screwed up. We're going to retool this whole thing and it will be presented as a docuseries, not a competition show. Fine. The rest of us were like, that still smells. Yeah. Now, so far, Holly, something's missing from the conversation. What's Hmm. missing? What's missing from the conversation? What is missing? Well, it's not necessarily what is missing, but it's who's missing from the Uh conversation. Now, Colleen, you and I had a conversation about this off of the air. Yeah. But I was like, hey, 
why hasn't Priyanka Chopra said anything about this? Usually she's pretty vocal about her stance as a humanitarian and being involved in these kinds of projects. And everything else. And everything (laughs) else. When CBS announced this show last week, surely she would have gone to her social media and celebrated the fact that she was going to be involved in this competition series that was meant to uh, spread the humanitarian word across planet Earth. You'll go to her Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Nada. Nada. Nothing. The only thing that she was... Humbleweeds. Yes. The only thing that she was plugging was her involvement in the fourth Matrix movie. Mm -hmm. She dropped the trailer and was doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But nothing about the activist. Not even one bit. No. Until today. Until now! Da-da-da-da! Um... Priyanka Chopra, quote, cautiously waited until today. That would be actually, I think it was yesterday. Wait, what's the date? Yeah, today? It, yeah was it was yesterday. yesterday. It was 20 hours ago. Late yesterday um, that uh, Priyanka Chopra cautiously waited to respond to the uproar over the originally proposed show. And here's what she said. And I want us all to listen deeply. Listen, <laughs> listen carefully to the positioning that Priyanka Chopra employs. Deeply, I'm listening deeply, Colleen. I see that. Mm -hmm. You have your deep listening face. So deep. (laughs) I have been moved by the power of your voices over the past week, she writes. At its core, actually, you know what? Hold on. I want to read the actual because I'm reading a paraphrase of it. Okay. I've been moved by the power of your voices over the past week. At its core, activism is fueled by cause and effect. And when people come together to raise their voice about something, there is always an effect. You were heard. The show got it wrong, and I'm sorry that my participation in it disappointed many of you. Stick a pin in that. Oh, it's stuck. I know, right? The intention was always to bring attention to the people behind the ideas and highlight the actions and impact of the causes they support tirelessly. I'm happy to know that in this new format, their stories will be the highlight, and I'm proud to collaborate with partners who have their ear to the ground and know when... Oh, that got cut off. It's time to hit pause Thank you. and reevaluate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on. There's another paragraph. Oh, geez. I'll read it. There's a global community of activists who fight the fight every single day and put their blood, sweat, and tears into creating change. But more often than not, they are rarely heard or acknowledged. Their work is so important, and they too deserve to be recognized and celebrated. Thank you to each and every one for, of you for all that you do. Okay. Scene. Thank you. And, you know, so for the most part, now this is the thing, okay, I'm going to circle back to the thing that I find interesting about the two hosts that we've heard, or the two judges we've heard from that were connected to the activist. By the way, Usher, you're still absent from the conversation. Let us know when you're ready to enter the chat. I told you to stick a point, a pin in the part where she said the show got it wrong and I'm sorry that my participation in it disappointed many of you. Why do you think I wanted to stick a pin in that? <laughs> Ooh, there's the pin. Well, because... Letting the air out of it. She's not sorry for doing it. Mm-hmm. She's not apologizing for doing it. She's not saying, oops, I had bad judgment. I'm sorry that I participated in the activist. She's doing that thing where she's sorry that you feel a particular yeah. way but I'm not really sorry that I cashed the check for being a part of the show, The Activist. Right. So that's what I think is really interesting. She she blames the show. Oh, yeah. So she doesn't, she centers the show as the reason everything went sideways. Now, 
Is there truth to that? Yes, right? Yes. There's like, yes. you know, once a person is attached to a project, they they often have very little say in what happens with it. And you see that with movies all the time, right? You see so. that when movies go from, um, you know, being a really great script with a really great director attached, and then what comes out the other end is a steaming pile of poo, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that happen. Yep. So I've certainly understand that Priyanka Chopra feels like she wasn't the reason that this all went sideways. That said, she does have a responsibility because she did sign up. She signed on to this greenlit um, project knowing that it was going, knowing kind of what the fundamental issues would end up being Mm -hmm. because it was pitched to her as a activism competition show. Right. And that is at the crux of why people have issues with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the premise of the show. So these statements that Priyanka Chopra is making, Julianne Huff, that they're making, I suppose the question, because we don't really have the answers, but the curiosity comes with, well, how much did you guys know about this project when you signed on to do it? And was it pitched to you as being a charity reality competition series? Yeah. Which the fundamental premise was what people were going, eh. Yeah, it was eh. flawed from the word go. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, we keep revisiting the fact that um, that somebody along the line should have raised the flag and said, I don't know that this is going to have the intended, um, the intended, it's not going to achieve the intended goal, right? Because both Julianne Huff and Priyanka Chopra have talked about a goal of the show that is not what was present in the pitch for it. Or not the pitch, I don't want to say that, in the marketing. When they announced this show in the trades, it was very much like swap out the premise of American Idol or actually The Apprentice is what I thought most. Oh, yeah. Right. It was very similar to The Apprentice, but centered around charity, charity and activism. Mm -hmm. It's not the two don't line up properly. Yes, there are fundamental differences between for profit and nonprofit ventures. Also in the way that, okay, if these are nonprofit ventures, the way that you're going about it, essentially, you know, my understanding of the activists was we're going to judge you based on how much attention you can get for your organization and how many likes, how many clicks, how many other things. It doesn't matter necessarily about what you're trying to do and what is the root of your activism. It's we're going to we're going to judge you based on how much attention you can get. Exactly. Which is not which, again, bumps up against what the intention is of activism. So in any case, again, you know, Priyanka Chopra, listen, I applaud them for for speaking out. The place where they both go wrong is where they don't where they're trying to push responsibility away. Yeah. Neither Julianne Huff nor Priyanka Chopra have have given us anything that makes us understand beyond the fact that they were about to cash a Mongo check for doing this. What, you know, what value they saw in it. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, you can you can see probably behind the scenes a scenario where there are people are like, well, you got to say something. Right. And so say something. It doesn't necessarily have to satisfy everyone, but it's going to satisfy it enough so the conversation moves along. Now, I'm also looking at Usher. Oh, what's he saying? Nothing. Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. I also, it's really hard for me not to be like, oh, so 
you had the women say something. Mm-hmm. Where's the guy saying yeah. anything in all of this? Because the last time I looked up Usher in his headlines is that TMZ caught up with him talking about a new versus with Jermaine Dupri and Diddy. Okay. So completely not even nothing. Not nothing, a peep. Not, I don't know if he's going to enter the chat or not. Right. By the way, the other thing that I'm most curious about is, well, the thing I think that would have been helpful in all of this is if Priyanka Chopra and Julianne Huff, who have already spoken, and frankly, Usher as well, have some sort of conversation about they took a check for this. Well, yeah. yes. Yes. And if a- we're talking about charity and activism, I'm, I just am feeling like there is there's a disconnect there and we need to be we need to hold them accountable to that. Yeah. You know, and, and there are so many conversations that we could have around this. You know, one, of the, co- one of the co-producers of the activists is a company uh, that has a revenue of eleven point five billion dollars in twenty nineteen. Neat. You know, I mean, they're just we don't have time. We don't even have we time. We don't even have that time. But honey. what we do have the time for is a dirt alert from our friend Elizabeth Reese. She's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese is joining us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, guys. How are you? So good. And yourself? I'm doing well on this fine Friday. Glad to hear it. I've got some Real Housewives news to start with today. Everybody with me on that? Sure. They're always busy, those ladies are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they certainly are. Oh, before I go, Holly, again, thank you for the recommendation of Lula Rich. Oh, yeah. On uh, Amazon Prime. Holly recommended that I watched it. I've been telling everyone I know. Now the Jason and Alexis show is beyond Alexis watched it all I gave you full credit Holly that you were the one that told me about it oh it's a fascinating docu-series really is it's on my list for the weekend you gotta do it I know I'm excited yeah do it this weekend it's really interesting Um, okay but back to Real Housewives a couple of Real Housewives stars on Coast to Coast taking some hits today so Teresa Giudice from Real Housewives of New Jersey is really uh, getting some criticism about her 12-year-old daughter, Adriana, doing TikTok ads for a supplements company. Ooh, how old is she? She's 12. Okay. okay. Criticism warranted. Yeah, and you know, there you go. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling okay about that criticism, too. She's in middle school. She no. is in these TikTok videos. Uh, she's just, I mean, she looks darling, but she is urging her followers to mix like a nutrition greens and superfood no. supplement no. into water, juice, or even your favorite smoothie, uh-uh. talking about how it'll strengthen immunity, help with digestion and bloating, and try this if you struggle to eat your greens daily. Now, okay, listen. I'm all about the greens. I love a good superfoods powder. Put yeah. it right in. I'm yeah, here I'm for the smoothie. I'm for sure with you. I on think that. it's really great. I'm also a 40 year old adult. There you right. go. Thank there. you. And th- and therein lies the difference. And therein yes. lies the difference, right? And so I just think I don't even think a 12 year old. I'm just going to say it should be on TikTok, mm-hmm. much less doing ads on TikTok. Oh, man, I, I got a whole slew of opinions. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide 
believe what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's about well, children on social media being used to sell things. I Particularly, am- yeah, if you're in, like, you're in an ad that's also in a very adult space. Like, I don't know. I mean, kids are in TV commercials, right? Like, right. if you have a product... Like, a, you know, a toy or a Barbie or whatever. Kids are in commercials for those, but they're also like acting. Like they're an actor in a commercial. I feel like it's a little bit different when you are a kid on social media promoting a product that really should be promoted by, I mean, adults should be talking about that. Well, yeah, you also, if you're a kid and you're acting in a commercial, there are sets of laws and regulations regarding how you can act, how you're compensated for your acting. Yes, well, and that's yes. the thing that, to me, is the bigger problem, yes. is a parent allowing their kid to, I mean, to use TikTok as a money-making venture. There really there aren't those laws to protect. Well, and even when you look at... Um, you know, like these YouTube stars and YouTube families and the money that's coming along with that. And then the, um, you know, just the strange pressures that that puts on a parent, child and a family dynamic when you're doing things mm-hmm. for social media. It, it, you know, I think the thing is, it's a challenge for many adults to navigate. And then when you add kids into that, I, I just think it's impossible for kids, nearly impossible for kids to come out of that type of exposure and pressure with a relationship with social media. You know, many adults can't even. Handle well, it. and I think actually that's a good point you make right there, um, because I feel the same way about social media as I feel about finances with kids. You you need to you need to teach them responsible mm-hmm. behaviors yeah. around social media and finances. Right. It's not like going I'm, away. I'm talking about those things like. Uh, they're on the level with each other, not like they're connected, but it's important. So like, you know, what age a child has a social media account at, I think varies from kid to kid. The important part is the parent's involvement in having real conversations and involvement in their social media account in a way that teaches them how to use it responsibly. Right. Yeah. Because I also think social media came real fast and furious and there are plenty of adults who don't have a healthy relationship with it. Yeah. And so if, if your child having a social media account allows you the opportunity to be more thoughtful about what social media is for and how it's being used, that is a win, win, win. Yes. I think we can all just agree though, that a 12 year old promoting like a superfood supplement on yes, TikTok correct. is probably is not great. And I don't and think it, would was, be a it was a real bad move for that company. Oh, agreed. And maybe they make a good green supplement. I don't know. Sure. But you know what? Then have mom pushing it on her TikTok. Right. Yeah. Right. But that's a place where a parent needs to be able to intervene and have the conscience where the 12 year old doesn't because they don't have a fully formed prefrontal cortex. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Erica Jane on the other coast of the Real Housewives Clapping back after she spotted at TJ Maxx 
among amid oh. her legal woes. I mean, I don't No, this was such a dumb flex. We had a big long conversation about this <sighs> yesterday, know, Elizabeth Reese. No. Like this was so planned and it was such a way to be like, look you guys, I can minimize. Yeah. Look, I'm broke. I'm, I'm a maxinista. I'm a maxinista now. <laughs> so one social media user tweeted shopping at TJ Maxx with your assistant. Optics, EJ, you are smarter than this. This is not winning. Erica Jane clapped back saying, I shopped there for years. I also went to Petco and Target. Stop overanalyzing my life. Okay. We're not overanalyzing. No. no. You're, also, 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 we understand how celebrities work. You, it wasn't like a paparazzo, you know, was like hovering at the TJ Maxx waiting <laughs> to see what celebrity showed up. Or you maybe called. like doing some shopping. Yeah, you called. Yeah. You called to tip them off. So, well, you know, nice I just try. Went, I was shopping in Roseville the other day and I happened to pop past a Tuesday morning and I thought, I haven't been in a Tuesday morning in a long time and there's some good looking stuff in there. I love Tuesday morning and the and my Tuesday morning just left the building. Oh, really? Yes. Well, there's one in Harmar Mall. I in know. Roseville. That's the one I have to go to now because my my Edina one is gone. Bye-bye. Yeah, that mall is a little tough over there, Harmar. There's not much happening in there, but the few things that are are quite pleasant, yeah, see? including walking past the Tuesday morning and every time I think about Tuesday morning, I think I should get new sheets for all my beds. Right? Uh, that's <laughs> so, so many options. Like we are, we don't have. I mean, my sheet situation is dire. I need to get new sheets. They're, I, they're just, my hope for you is that that is remedied as soon as humanly possible, I hope it and happens. that your thread count is as luxurious <laughs> as as possible. And May your Egyptian thread count cotton be high. Is involved. Why yes. is the Egyptian cotton so far superior I, to other cottons? Right? I don't know. Whatever they're doing in Egypt, they're doing it right. Yes, pyramids and cotton. High five. I'll take it. Yes, please. Uh, one fun little fact for you. Food Network star Molly Yeh, who is a Minnesotan by the fact that she lives here. She's not a native Minnesotan, but we'll still claim it. her. She's pregnant and she's expecting baby Aww. number two. She has a really cute Food Network show. And um, I've never met her, but I would love to. And she also has a daughter. She has, I think, like a two-year-old daughter named Bernie. Like oh, my Bernie. So, you know, I feel like a nice little connection to her. So I congratulations to her if you're a Food Network fan and you like Molly Yeh. Well, but she's the one that did that weird popcorn salad. So yeah. I, she's on notice with me. I'm going to have to have a conversation <laughs> with her. Fair enough. No, fair but enough. congratulations to her. Hey, Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. Have a great weekend. You too. And uh, I hope you get those sheets covered. Oh, gosh. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We'll do that in the form of blind items. After that, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are hanging with you, and our friend Donna has just entered the studio. Hello, What's Donna. What's up? <laughs> uh, we were just running around looking for you because we have some pop culture mysteries to solve, and we cannot do it without you. It's a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yeah, we got a Solves hot celebrity gossip mysteries yes, today. Yes, we have to do Woo! it. It's very important. Yeah, and here's our first one. This is confirmed. This housewife has been put on notice. She needs to stop asking for so much money from her sugar daddy, or he'll go back to cocktail waitresses from one of the several casino he, casinos he Ooh. owns. I mean, okay, so I'm not super housewifey. Oh. Okay. But I'm going to say, just because she's the one that we always talk about is Erica Jane. Yeah, give yourself a ding. Okay. I'm going to give myself a ding. Yeah, so... So that's why she was at TJ Maxx. Yes. Oh, she was totally posing. Donna, welcome to Team Cobra! (laughs) Yay! She called the pops. 
and yes! said, oh, just so you know, I'm going to be at TJ Maxx if you want to snap a few shots. Yes. You're uh, welcome. Thank you. Yes, I oh, get it. I love it. I love that you're one of I us. know. I'm coming to the other side. Yes, it's so fun over here. <laughs> so let me Star. fill in the blank. Yes. Erica Girardi has been put on notice because Erica Jane needs to stop asking for so much money from her sugar daddy. Or the sugar daddy will go back to cocktail waitresses mm. from one of the several casinos he owns. Ooh. Who is this person? Yeah, who's her sugar da- daddy? Not, don't know. Don't know this it's person. Fine. Fine. We know it's not going to be Tom Girardi. They're done. Mm-hmm. Is it? It could be Steve Wynn. I feel like it's not going to be I know, be but it was Steve fun because that was yesterday's, and I just feel like... Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah it was I was just tying it all together. Yeah, some, somehow <laughs> I feel like this casino magnet probably owns a couple of places in Laughlin and Reno <laughs> and wants it. to get the glam factor by hooking up with Erica Girardi. Mm. He, she should go perform at a casino. She'd do great. She'd get some money. Yeah, she'd get paid, and then she could pay the victims. Mm, mm, I just again, just, like I can't. keep saying, every single time I hear that story, I get re mad about it because it's, it's so horrible, it's so awful. Have you watched that documentary, by the way? No, not yet. The Housewife and the Hustler, or the Hustler and the Housewife? Is Very so, enlightening. Is it? Watch it. Okay. You'll, yes. Gosh, I have so many things to watch this week. I know. I have a whole list. <laughs> so it's hard. Exhausting. Oh. oh, poor us. complain about all the TV we have to watch. Well, I'm glad that you guys have enough energy to solve celebrity gossip mysteries. Yes! Oh my goodness, wide awake for that. This one's also confirmed. Ooh. I just figured... Good lunging. (laughs) Donna's over here doing lunges. She's got to warm up for this one. Okay, it's a confirmed blind item, so this is serious. Okay, go. This A-minus slash B-plus list actress has tried hosting several times. They've all failed. She isn't giving up, though. And is willing to throw any current host under a bus if give it if it gives her a chance to step in as a replacement. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I don't even know where to begin. Well, okay. Because if it's an A minus B plus actress, that's pretty good. That's high up there. I'm. I have an idea, and I'm just gonna say it and see what we think. Okay. I'm gonna say Priyanka Chopra. No. Oh, good guess, though. Uh, I like that. It's just because we just talked about her. It's okay. An actress. And she's. Okay. Gonna need a hint. Has Bob. she recently been hosting something that she's no longer hosting? Well, within the past couple of years. Okay. Yes. She has tried hosting. Uh huh. Like a talk show, a reality competition show. Talk show, yes. Okay. And also, I think she has a podcast. Oh. Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. Jenny McCarthy? That's my guess. No. No, because she's not an actress. Well, she was. Well, sort of. Oh, I suppose she was. I wouldn't call her an A minus, though. Yeah, she had her own sitcom at one point. Okay, so this person has uh, Alyssa Milano. No. Hi. This person had her own talk show on E. Oh. Ooh, is it um, our uh, Leah oh. Remini? No. Mm. Zendaya? No. <laughs> uh, this, I, I would say she's higher than A minus. So. so the trajectory of this person getting their own talk show was that they were an actor. Then they started doing a lot of stuff on Instagram, became very popular on social media, and leveraged that into this hosting gig. Is this a male or a female? You said it's a female, right? It's a lady. It's a lady person. Why is this so hard? 
It's hurting my head. Something on E. I yeah. don't even I. Their um, name was in the name of the show. The so-and-so show on E. Okay. <laughs> the mm. Debbie Downer. Mazar show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Debbie uh. Mazar. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. would actually probably an in, be an interesting talk show host. Yeah, I don't know why, is, why is this so hard? I, well, like, why can't, just tell us. Busy Phillips. Oh, oh I would have never gotten I there. Have but yes. yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. Okay, so fill in the blank. Yeah, so Busy Phillips has tried hosting several times. All of her hosting tries have failed, but Busy isn't going to give up. She's willing to throw any current host under a bus if it gives her a chance to step in as a replacement. Oh, Busy. So who's she throwing under the bus? Well, she's willing to throw anybody under the bus. All right. Well, good. Everybody know personality. It's just she's one of those people who's always kind of flown a little under the radar. Where you're like, oh, I know her. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, Yeah, she was good in Girls Five Eva on Peacock. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I only watched a couple episodes because the rest were behind a paywall. Here's what I'm interested in: is why why hosting? Like, why not go back to acting? Right. I think she has. Sure, but but it sounds like she's more enamored with the hosting gig. I wonder if it's because it's more stable. Oh, sure. Steady, and right. she's got kids, it's, I assume. Turns out it's not that stable for her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's Ooh. that. All celebrity gossip mysteries being solved left and right. Yes. Let's revisit one. This one will be new to Donna, okay. but it's now been confirmed. Okay. The world is insane, according to NT Lawyer. This A-plus-list TikTok star, who is a horrible actress, was given $250,000 to walk out of a store. Oh, yeah. Mm. The whole thing took under 15 minutes. Mm. Who was this? I don't even remember from the other day. Oh, you super know. Oh, gosh. It's a TikTok star. 250. She's like super besties with uh, Kourtney Kardashian. She Mm. was just in that Netflix movie He's all that, mm. which is the gender bending retelling of She's All That. Which I don't is think actually I actually a good movie because when you said it, I didn't okay. know it. Addison Ray, yeah, don't know her. Yep, huh? Yeah, she's something. She's a thing. She is fifty grand. Yeah, just to walk out of a store and get photographed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really nice. I know. I would walk out of anywhere. For that, will you give me ten bucks if I walk I, out? No, because <laughs> otherwise, you know, you'll never get you, home. This I'll weekend. give you a can of half-empty Altoids, okay, but I don't want to leave. Oh, there's Altoids over there. I'd like one of those. Small. At some point. I found them at the bottom of a purse in the back of my closet. They might be a couple years old. But That's fine. So That's fine. They're still curiously strong. <laughs> It's fine. Fine. All right. All right. Okay, fill it. Oh, did we already fill in that blank? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Fine. Uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This permanent A-list actress in television and movies met a guy off Raya and hooks up with him from time to time. What is interesting, even though the guy never asks for it and has a decent job, the actress gives him $1,000 every time he goes to her place. Wow. Oh, my God. That's so not okay. Um, Sharon Stone. <laughs> Sorry, I buzzed myself. Good job. Thanks. I'm buzzing yourself. Thanks. Okay, so she's a really good actress, I would assume, if she's a permanent A-list. Can I ask if she's a lady of a certain age? Like a Sharon Stone? No, not quite. 
No, I'm looking at the comment section, and I will say that NT Lawyer has described this person differently in the past. I mean, there's somebody who's showing up where it's like, okay, well, that would make sense. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Halle Berry. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's a good one. She did not show up, but she has uh, a gentleman in her life right now. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's okay, true. okay, okay. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, Permanent A-list TV and movies. Oh, both, 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 both. And it's a single lady. It's a single oh. lady. Okay. Oh, is well, it, I don't know. I was just trying to go dark a little bit. Is it bit. Jennifer Aniston? That's what people are saying. Okay. I'm not completely sold on that. I but just don't know that I see her writing a check for $1,000. No. Unless he was flying from Europe. That That is a good... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And she's like, I'll pay your airfare mm-hmm. and get you an Uber. The only re- thing that I can think of that it is Jennifer Aniston, so we'll fill in the blanks. So Jennifer Aniston may or may not have met a guy off of Raya. One, I don't think Jennifer Aniston would probably be on Raya. No way. She seems yeah, like she's a little too much for that. She seems like she's kind of a Luddite in her own time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently she hooks up with this person from time to time. But what's interesting is every time the guy comes over... She gives him a thousand dollars, even though he's fine on I his mean, own. That's so, like, how no. does that? I just want to know mm-hmm. more about this. Like, how do you do that and not have it be awkward? Like you're paying you feel for like you're sex, paying, exactly. Right? It feels very which, sex worker. Holly's like, which she is. Well, <laughs> then, but then also the thing that I would be like, oh, okay, that would make sense. I think that Jennifer Aniston has been fairly forthright while doing press for season two mm-hmm. of the morning show. Is that she just stays at home? Yeah, she doesn't like to go out, and all she does is hang out with Courtney Cox and Jason Bateman. Same. However, I do the same with me. She did say very recently that if she were her her next boyfriend, and there's audio of this, her next boyfriend would preferably be somebody who's not in the business yes. at all. So maybe yes, there is something to that. So maybe she thinks you do have to pay. Maybe she thinks we're all paying each other. Maybe we're not. I never got any money. I want to know more about that. I know. Donna, happy Friday. Same to Thanks you. Thanks so much for joining us. And I you. Um, we would that made no <laughs> sense. I would love it if you would come back next week if you can, okay? Okay. Okay, bye. Uh, you're gonna have to walk out that door for free. Hey, don't forget your glasses. Here's All right. Altoid, Otherwise, honey, we're gonna get yelled at. We're gonna get yelled at. Okay, bye. bye. Um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, I'm really excited. We're gonna do a little reboot or get the boot. We've got two up for discussion after this on my talk 1071 oh i'm so excited on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 colleen lindstrom bradley trainers on vacation holly and i are here with you i'm excited because we haven't gotten to do this for a while it's a little thing we call reboot or get the boot reboot or get the boot Ooh. and i 
so I'm going to say get the boot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just Se- kidding. I'm just kidding. Over. What are we going to do for the next six minutes? No, I just was thinking the song. But no, are you talking about the bodyguard? I am talking about the bodyguard. I love this. So we got to decide whether or not this reboot of the bodyguard gets stayed or goes. Stayed out. Gets rebooted. Gets, gets stayed or go. Oh, who cares? Verb <laughs> tense, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, so Variety reported earlier this week that the 1992 movie The Bodyguard, starring Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, is slated for a remake. Okay. I don't. Okay, so tell me more about this. Is anybody attached to this yet? We don't have any stars attached to this okay. Bodyguard reboot, but we do have somebody who's going to be working on the script. Apparently, he's been nominated for a Tony, so he knows how to write. But uh, other than that, we don't really have any other details. Okay, so this is really interesting because I entered a conversation. uh, I didn't enter the conversation. I watched conversations happen on the Internet where those things happen. Um, Where and I'm here for this, where the the Twitterverse is saying, yeah, Lizzo and Chris Evans should be the stars of the new bodyguard. And because I love that sort of, um, I don't know, I think they've done a great job of like memifying themselves in terms of how they interact with each other. I I would be here for that. You're here for some fantasy I'm here casting. for some, yes. So honestly, if it's Lizzo and Chris Evans, yes. If it's, I don't, here's, you have to have, you have to have a superstar playing the role that Whitney Houston played in that movie. Because, it can't be yeah. virtual unknowns. Because, well, but Whitney Houston yes. was a superstar. Superstar. When she was cast in The Bodyguard. Kevin Costner, arguably, was right at the peak of his career mm-hmm. when he was cast in The Bodyguard. Now, some other names that have been tossed around playing fantasy football, Hollywood casting. Uh, some people, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, hmm. Cardi B., Channing Tatum. Okay. So those have been people who have been discussed because this remake of The Bodyguard isn't coming out of thin air. Hollywood has wanted to remake this movie for quite some time. Yeah. In, in fact, in the mid-90s, I want to say there was talk of a sequel to The Bodyguard with Princess Diana playing the lead role. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm totally serious. I don't remember that, and that's bonkers. Yeah, People uh, were talking about it. Well, there were some people who have been talking recently, reflecting on the anniversary of Princess Diana's death, on how Princess Diana wanted to go Hollywood. And there were rumors at the time that she was going to get into acting. But actually, it was more like she wanted to move to Hollywood to get into film producing, kind of much like Prince Harry has done. Interesting. And saying that Prince Harry, getting into film producing, getting into the world of Hollywood, being influenced by what his mother was doing before she passed away. That's so interesting. Now, wow, that I, I liked that side jump. Thank yeah, you for a little, that. Yeah, a little side jump, but back to the bodyguard. So people are getting upset because they're like, you can't remake Whitney Houston or whatever. And I don't think that anyone in this reboot is going to try to top Whitney Houston's iconic performance in The Bodyguard. Thank you. You can't redo that soundtrack. You can't catch that kind of lightning in the bottle again. But you know what? Totally here for the premise of the bodyguard being remade. Look, yeah. It's been your thing with all the reboots. The bodyguard was made 30 years ago. Yeah. 
That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, you know, if that's it the was thing a long time ago. That's the thing that's hard, I think, for us is the realization that the things that we think were fairly recent were actually a really long time ago. And that there's millions upon millions of people who have entered the chat on planet Earth. Yeah. Who will not look at the 1992 version of the bodyguard and have any kind of emotion towards it whatsoever. Right. Right, right, right. Like that, like that they don't even know it's a thing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go reboot on this. But yes, I would like to put my, I would like to put my vote in for Lizzo and Chris Evans. Thank you very much. Wonderful casting. Going to go with it. Thank you. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do we have another one? Yeah. So it's kind of ironic that totally here for the remake of The Bodyguard, but it's a contemporary remake of something that happened in the past. Now, this is something that we don't even get a chance to weigh in on whether or not it should have been made because it's been made. It's already done. It's already done. It's in the can. So now we have to decide whether we're here or not for the remake of West Side Story, directed by Steven Spielberg. Okay. Now, this, based off the classic Steven Sondheim musical, based off of the classic film of the same name, this is being remade. Now, this is not... I completely misunderstood the assignment when it was announced that Steven Spielberg was making a version of West Side Story. Okay, what did you misunderstand? I thought that he was going to make it in modern day and reinterpret the musical and have it be set in 2021. No, that's definitely not what's happening because I'm looking at the trailer right now. It's totally not what's happening. It's just the retelling a remake of West Side Story with CGI. Okay. That's what it is. And you get an opportunity to have new performers give their take on the classic material, but that's all that's happening here. You know, so it's so, I'm going to get the boot on that. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, and it's like, so here's the reason I'm also giving it, give the boot is because it's not that you're interpreting this story and you're giving it a new take in as much as, wow, okay, you're doing something interesting with the original material of yeah. West Side Story and you're spinning it into a new story. No, it looks like you were just literally remaking like shot for shot the movie that was made yeah. in the early 60s, except yes, now you're putting CGI into it. Yeah. Like what, what new, what, what are you doing with this? I don't know. Yeah. You know, listen, I'll reserve judgment because I probably will still see it because I do love West Side Story and Rita Moreno is in it. Uh, Yeah, she's good. I know. But it. uh, yeah, I'm reserving judgment, but I I don't feel good about it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, we'll still watch it, though. Yeah, totally. When we come back on the (laughs) Colleen and Bradley show, what was your first exciting adult purchase? And how old were you? But you were so excited about it. 651-641-1071.